For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Albeit during a shortened season, Utah's Nick Ford still found a way to earn Pac-12 All-Conference First Team honors along the offensive line in 2020. Ford has also seen snaps at every single offensive line position in his time with the Utes. On today's episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects Podcast Interview Edition, Ryan Roberts spoke with Nick Ford about his career and his potential path to the NFL. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to basketball's, sorry, baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head to over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that interview with Nick Ford. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast interview edition. It's Thursday, so you know that we're bringing you some of the best football players in the nation, not only for the 2021 NFL Draft, but future drafts as well. I have a young man who could be a part of the 2022 cycle. Actually, with the extra year of eligibility, I think he could also be a part of the 2023 cycle if he chooses to return to Utah. I'm talking to Nick Ford, offensive lineman, who I usually classify guys as offensive tackles, centers, guards. My man has played all five positions on the Utes offensive line, a very talented football player. Nick, appreciate you, man, taking a few minutes here. This one was an exciting one for me. You don't often talk to guys that literally could play any position on the offensive line. I appreciate you joining this, joining the show. Appreciate you for the invite, man. Absolutely, man. So I, this is kind of how it works. I want to take you a little, little back for a second. I know you went to San Pedro High School in California. Obviously, you ended up at the University of Utah. Proud tradition. I've talked to Coach Scally in the past, Kyle Whittingham. Obviously, I know that Utah is probably a pretty easy sell, right? They have a great coach staff. They've been at it for a long time. It's a great program. But for you, just take me back to coming out of high school, the recruiting a little bit, and why ultimately Utah was the best spot for you. Um, yeah, coming out of high school and whatnot, had a had a ton of offers, and I knew I wanted to stay on the West Coast. You know, just be close to my family or whatnot. And um, I kind of sizzled down to Utah, Colorado, Washington, and Cal. Um, I was originally thinking about Cal, but my dad was thinking I was following in his footsteps because he was a, a notorious wide receiver over there. Um, so then I was like, okay, let's go go my own path. Um, and then it really just boiled down to Washington and Utah. 
And, you know, I liked both the schools and whatnot, but the family atmosphere here and um, just everything that I knew I could accomplish here, if I put my heart to it, it, it was just sitting there right in front of me. I mean, coming in as a defensive player, too. I was, I was an offensive player, right? Um, you know, Coach Powell, Coach Shaw, all of them talking to me and, you know, realizing this family and whatnot. And there was talk about me possibly playing offensive line. So I talked to Harding and talked to the offensive coaches. And I just knew that either way, either side of the ball, that it was a good way to get to the league and a good way to get my degree and a good family atmosphere. So I knew it was the right choice. Yeah, obviously a fantastic university on top of putting out some high quality football in the Pac-12. Utah has been at it for a long time. Under Coach Meyer, before Coach Whittingham, and obviously Coach Whittingham has taken that program to a, a whole other level. So I think you made a obviously a, a great decision there. And I, I kind of want to ask about, because you mentioned your father, who was a great collegiate wide receiver, like you said, right, and played at Cal. You come from a football family. I'm sure you've been around it for the entirety of your life. Can you talk to me a little bit about when this love for the game has just started in general? Uh, Yeah, I mean, my – Older brother who passed away now, he he loves football and my dad playing football and all that. We always saw his jerseys up around the house, his helmet and whatnot. Um, every time there was a football game on, you would hear it loud in the back room with the speakers on, blaring, playing Madden, growing up in the streets, playing. And um, growing up in the same town my gr dad grew up in and going to the same high school and everything. Um, and a big, big part of it was all my brother because it was something he wanted to do, but he couldn't do. Um, so I just knew that, you know, whatever I did, um, it would make him happy and proud and he wanted to be a coach and stuff. Um, so like all of my football in high school and all my recruiting and all my college stuff, I made sure that he was involved so he can gain that experience as well. That's fantastic. And I, I know that you were a player that, you know, guys want to come in, they want to play a ton early, talked about, you thought, Hey, defense might be the side, but then transition, obviously the offense. Talk to me about 2017, that initial season. Obviously, you redshirted. I'm sure it helped you physically develop, mental side of everything, getting acclimated to school. What did that year do for you? Um, yeah, so it came in, D-line, switched over. Um, was doing really good. Was running with the ones and twos. Um, but my coach knew he wanted to redshirt me. And, you know, being being young, I was 17 when I first came to college. So, like, being young, I was I was mad. I was upset. Um, but then he talked to me after one of the games because I was traveling, even though I was registered because he wanted me to gain that experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just talked to me and then I kind of understood that it was for the better. Um, so I just took it as, you know, every practice, every time I got, it was just a game for me. And, you know, I'd be able to hang out with the boys and do everything. So it, it did develop me and it made me learn a lot about like the reality of football and how things work. Yeah, and obviously it's it's paid off now over the last three seasons, 2018, playing 11 games, seven starts. So this is where the crazy part goes, right? I talked about this a little bit with Nick before I started. He's a tough guy to scout to a degree because depending on what game you pop on, he's playing a completely different position. So in 2018, he started six games at left guard, one game at right tackle. 2019, one game at right tackle, 13 at right guard. This past season in 2020, we're talking one game at left tackle, four games at center. We're talking about a player that has literally played and started on every single position on the offensive line. And for people out there, I don't think that they quite understand, one, how difficult that is, two, how rare that is, and just the transitions in the middle of the season to be able to back up multiple positions, be able to swing to different spots. 
talk to me a little bit about that, that versatility that you have. And I mean, is it fun for you? Would you rather get, get you know, acclimated to one spot or is it like, I can do it all? Um, it's, it's a mix. Like you said, I've started everywhere. I mean, even, I mean, the stars don't talk for themselves because even though I started out of all these positions in the seasons, I've been, you know, moved in game too. So, I mean, there's sure. more stats right there. Um, but I think growing up, my dad always told me you need to be versatile. That's going to be your best thing, be versatile. Um, like in high school, going back to high school, I've played, I've played every single position in high school, but quarterback and running back in a game. So it's just like, yeah, I, I was just used to it. And once I got here, just like learning offensive line, it's five working as one. So, and I feel like I have the football IQ to actually understand everything and all the working parts, offensive line and outside the offensive line and how offensive linemen move and how the defense reacts. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Um, I'd probably say the only uh, kind of difficult thing is the transition between footwork, not necessarily uh, mentality, because I play the same way every spot. But it usually takes you like maybe three to five plays to, okay, I'm not I'm not a right tackle going backwards, straight backwards with my right foot. I'm a left guard going 45 with my left, you know, like things like that. And the center center position. I mean, I never never even snapped until I got to high school. I mean, until I got to college. And my coach one day, he was like, could you snap? I was like, yeah. And I was, like, ah. and I was sitting there. I was like, I was like, I never snap a day in my life. And then all I remember is, all right, just throw the ball backward like you're throwing a regular ball. And then my snaps became more consistent and I was good. And this past year, uh, I was starting over there at left tackles, having a pretty decent game. Our center went down. And then the next game, he needed a interior alignment and he's like oh i'm thinking about moving you and i said whatever whatever this team needs i'm just i'm that i'm that guy whether it's you know so that's why you kind of see the stats all over the place and i don't mind it at all it's, it's all fun to me yeah that was my immediate thought nick was like people don't understand the differences in just the, the pass sets right we're talking vertical set versus a 45 versus you know just a, a jump set inside potentially against a power rusher like it's so oh, yeah. different and it takes a while to get acclimated, which I applaud you for being that guy that, I mean, you're, you're an offensive line coach's dream, right? Somebody goes down, Nick Ford's got it. You know, we, we can pop it right in there, um, which is, I mean, and, and honestly, it might be a little tough for you now, which, you know, understandably, but mm. making that transition to the next level, being able to play all five spots, like that is a huge selling point. So yeah, um, sure. kind of looking forward is there a plan? I'm sure there's maybe a, a, a inside the coach's room. Like, let's get Nick one spot. Let's make him consistent with one. Potentially, hopefully, is there a spot that you feel like is the best position for you and your skill set? Uh, yes and no. Uh, yeah. I feel like I bring a lot to different positions, um, mm -hmm. whether it's being on the outside, you know my length and athletic ability. Um, but then I kind of have to relax on my power side because out there it's more quick play. And uh, when I go to the inside at the guards, I can use more of my power and my quickness. And then when I go to center, I get to use more of my IQ and whatnot. Um, I'd say overall, at least what, from what people tell me, is people think center is my best position that I played thus far. They don't know if it's the way that I've aged or it just happened to be center was the best spot for me. But I mean, the the mix between being able to tell people what to do and taking command of the offense, snapping the ball, 
And I, I feel like it is a mix because like in an even front, you're uncovered. So you have to use a little bit more of your quickness and odd front, you're covered. So usually have a bigger guy and you get to use more of your strength. So I guess, you know, center center is really cool because you get to see a lot of different aspects of my play, depending on how the defense plays. Now, and, and that makes so much sense because, you know, usually typically guys are going to think offensive tackle, you're a little more in space, right? That's why your length matters so much. That's why athleticism matters so much. But guard, you're playing against those big nasties in the middle. So you need to have a lot of power in short spaces. So combining those and then the intelligent aspects sounds like a center to me. And I actually do agree with that evaluation for people that have been telling you that. And now kind of moving forward, what are some goals that you have? Because I know in 2019, you're an all-conference honorable mention. I know this past season, although it was an abbreviated year, you still made first-team all-Pac-12. So you've been a very successful and accoladed offensive lineman. So what's the next step for Nick Ford? Where, where is the improvement in your game to be the best possible football player that you can? Um, you know, it's, it's just taking one day at a time. I, I try not to look at alkaloids and whatnot. And in my head, I, I've always had All-American mentality. And, mm-hmm. you know, every play is going to be my last play. It's going to be a nasty play, a fun play. And, um, you know, it'd be cool if I got that All-American alkaloid. But I also know that there's no one in the country that could play like me. So it's just it's my style of play, especially flipping all over the place that, you know, I own I own my old, own little square feet of land and no one else owns that land. So. Um, I say the most important for me, to be honest, is not necessarily focusing on myself and um, trying to shoot for this alkaloid, that alkaloid is more or less just trying to be a good teammate and help the younger kids understand certain things. So the offensive line plays faster, build the chemistry, build, build that physicality. And, um, you know, I play well, um, been working on knee band, hand placement, all that stuff. But my my biggest thing is I want all my uh, characteristics and abilities to start rubbing off on everyone in that room. And, you know, so that way it develops the room and it's better for the entire team because at that rate, you know, if that happens and everyone's doing better and we all play well, and we start going here, there, you know, we're trying to go win the Rose Bowl this year, win the Pac-12. And then, so the alkaloids, they just fall in place when everything's going right. So I'm focused on myself and my teammates. And I know we talked a little bit about before we start, you know, just how everything's been with you and the family and just making sure you're healthy for yeah. this past off season going into the 2020 season, obviously, you know, Pac-12 shut down. Are we going to play football kind of going back and forth? You end up only playing five games, obviously. How difficult was this past off season? And how do you feel like you were able to best to your ability to navigate all the obstacles that were thrown your way? Um, the off season leading into COVID season or like this off season I'm currently in going into 2020. So the COVID written off season. Um, I mean, it was, it was different. <laughs> uh, I wound up staying out in Utah cause California was just on fire with COVID. So right. I didn't want to go back home, risk it. And, um, you know, I, I, I relaxed for a little bit cause I think, I think it is important that everyone relaxes and get their downtime gets their body right. So I took a couple of weeks off, but then, you know, I went back to it. The gyms were closed and stuff. So you could find me at the park, pushing my Yukon up, like up the street and stuff like that, you know, keep my legs strong and going and running and just watching film and talking to whoever was in town and, you know, doing drills with them. And it was just stuff like that, you know, more, more of the prison workouts, filling a bag for like Gatorade and stuff and doing sit-ups, push-ups. 
Um, but yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta make the best of any situation you're put in. And I feel like I got a good combination of, you know, leisure time to let my mind and body relax and also, uh, you know, a good amount of workout and whatnot. Yeah, that was my favorite conversation with some of the draft eligible guys from last year. They were talking about, you know, things that they had to do to get creative, quote unquote, you know, in, in the draft season with, with stuff like you're kind of talking about different workouts and such. I, I want to ask, because obviously I, I know you guys have a lot of expectations moving forward. Uh, Utah has been a proud program. How has it been for you now with this offseason being a little more normalized? I know it's still not back to what it fully was, but just maybe the the positivity around the program and the, the just the the atmosphere knowing that like this season's going to be a little more normal at least we're getting back to almost what was the norm around here yeah i mean this team is amp you can see it every day in practice like even if you watch the highlights like watch the highlights but also if you get the chance like there's you see the sideline like our sidelines are going crazy and it's just everyone's grateful right now to be where we are because I mean, we obviously lost football for a time period and that made everyone, it gave everyone a gut check to realize like, yo, like this could be gone at any moment. So I think a lot more people take it serious as well as the passing of one of our teammates. So it gives us more, um, you know, we don't sit there and ask questions on why it happened because it happened and there's no explanation. We're more now using that as fuel to, you know, inspire ourselves and go, go out there every day and, do it for something bigger. So this, I feel like this team is very inspired and very passionate this year. And just being able to get back around each other and see each other and be on the field and, you know, have that, that brotherly love is, is taking this program to an entire another level. Like we always been a family, but this, all, all that we've been put through through the past year, like is really showing everyone how close we are. Yeah, now a lot of adversity has been thrown your guys' way, but you're handling it to the best of your ability. And kind of the last question I have for you is, obviously, I be, I'm a big believer that you're going to play on the next level. I think you're going to be highly coveted whenever you do make that transition. So just kind of looking forward for a second, how much of a blessing would that be? How long has that been a dream to, to potentially be a professional football player? Uh, it's been a dream for a long time. It would be a blessing. Um, like I said, everything goes back to my brother and, I, I promised him that I was going to bring him a Super Bowl ring. So, like, whatever team drafts me, they're like, oh, what, why are you happy to be here? Da, da, da. It, it's to bring a ring back to that city and bring a ring back to my brother. So, I mean, it's always been a lifetime dream. And, you know, coming back this year was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life because I, I clearly could have had the opportunity to leave now and whatnot. Um, you know, and coming back could raise my stock and all that stuff. But then you run other risks and whatnot. But, you know, I feel like I made the right choice, especially with this team and all the, the weapons we have. And, you know, we'll see what uh, the 21 season holds and what happens in 22 happens in 22. But it'll, you know, every, everything will lay out in the right way. Absolutely. Yep. And so, again, this is Mr. Nick Ford, star offensive lineman for the Utah Utes. Keep an eye out for number 55 on your screen. Hopefully he gets to stick to one one spot, but you never know with, with the uh, movement that this man has had over the last couple of years. Nick, appreciate you, man, again, so much. Obviously a big fan of your game, big fan of you as a person. After this interview, I could say that I could have talked to you for another hour or so, but appreciate all the time and wish you the best of luck to the Utah Utes and to you moving forward as well. Appreciate you. Best of luck.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.